Yo, what is up, everybody? It's your boy Big Red here for the first ever episode of the Steal the North podcast. In this episode, we're going to be going over the matchup with the Cleveland Browns on Wild Card Weekend and this Sunday. I'm going to be giving you my keys to the game as well as a matchup I'm looking forward to cornerback receiver-wise as well as I'm just going to be talking about the game and what I'm looking forward to as well as my score prediction at the end of the episode. So get ready, get set, and let's get locked and fucking loaded. Alrighty, so Wild Card Weekend is approaching us fast, and as a Steelers fan, I'm pretty excited for this week's matchup against the Browns. Played them last week, and, you know, only lost them by two with basically or essentially our practice squad and Mason Rudolph. Now, I'm going to go over this real fast. I didn't mention this in the intro, but I'm going to go over last week's game and just kind of what I thought about it. So basically, as a future, like as a f- in the future, I really believe that Mason could be the guy. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Really? Mason's the guy? We can get Sean Watson. We can get him. We can get anybody. But I think Mason could be the guy. I think, and this is why, and I'll go over it in probably a future podcast as well, but I'll give you it now. I think, you know what? He showed promise. He showed me something last weekend that I didn't expect from him. He showed me some skill. He threw that deep ball pretty well. Decision-making was on point. Other than that interception, which I mean, honestly, roughing the passer, sorry, that was definitely, like, insane. But, like, he showed promise. He showed skills. He showed what he could do. And, honestly, I'm pretty freaking proud of the way he played last week. He was outstanding. He was probably the best player on the field for us on the offensive side of the ball. And I know that's not saying much, even though we have Chase Claypool and all the other guys. But, man, that was an insane game from him. And I really fully believe that that was a game for him that he needed because it's a confidence game. I think we give him a year next year to really prove this is his team if Ben doesn't come back, which I know Ben's saying he wants to come back. But if Ben comes back, I think – I would like to see him, as much as it pains me to say, because I'm probably one of the biggest Ben supporters uh, around, or at least that I know, um, is I'd like to see him, you know, kind of adopt a little bit of a Charlie Batch or a little bit of a backup role to let Mason kind of get his feet settled on this team, because I feel like this could be his team for a while. You don't spend a draft pick on a guy who you just expect to throw away within the first four or five years of his contract. You don't do that. So I think the Steelers need to give him an opportunity next year. And I think, honestly, at the end of the day, We'll see what happens. But, yeah, like that's just where I believe that. And I think with him, Claypool, and if we can get Juju re-signed, and then you have Deontay next year, you have possibly Najee Harris and James Conner, and we'll see what happens with James Conner if he walks or if he stays. Um, and then, you know, you have an offense with uh, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane as well, guys like that, and the O-line with Kevin Dotson, man. Kevin fucking Dotson, man. Like, oh, if old Lyman could win Rookie of the Year, he'd win Rookie of the Year for me. Like I'm telling you right now, he's the he's the he's our guy. DeCastro even said it. Like he's he, he like he's a guy who's like a DeCastro man, and he's gonna be really good for us for years to come. So I think honestly, like when, if we build through the draft with our defense, get defense, and get another running back, I think really we can be special next year with Mason at quarterback, or even Ben, because Ben's gonna be what 39 next year gonna be a bit old and i'm not saying i'm not saying it's time to hang it up but possibly it could be an opportunity to develop mason and help him out more like a you know a, a cap and a willie beans willie beam situation there in pittsburgh but anyway focusing on this week's game 
I think it's the perfect matchup. This was the matchup I really wanted going into wildcard weekend for the Steelers because I really wanted to face Cleveland. As much as I really hate to say it, I really wanted to play Cleveland this week. Um, you know, it was a game where uh, it's a game where I think the game can be won on one or two few plays. But at the same time, I think for Pittsburgh, they have a bit of an advantage. Now, I know um, it probably won't uh, be uh, probably won't be fully utilized. Um, but, uh, you know, they'll see what happens. So the advantage I have against Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh is they have a head coach there. And I'm not saying, oh, Stefanski not being there is big for Clue, even because it is. And, I, and it's a big advantage for Pittsburgh because, you know, their head coach isn't there and they're going to have to really adjust. And it's going to be, I think, and I'm not saying, you know, the coaches, coaches on the staff for Cleveland don't can't adjust at halftime, but I think it's going to be big because they're going to, as I was hearing on a lot of those talking head shows, good morning football, first take whatever, read what you have, what have you. They were saying, you know, they'll run the script, they'll run the Stefanski script, but it's going to be mainly on Baker and it's going to be mainly on, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to carry the load for that team. And I think, honestly, if they can do that, I think that'd be insane. And then, honestly, that would give them a good opportunity to beat us. But at the same time, what we have is we have a coach who really doesn't adjust much at halftime, but we have a quarterback who does. We have Ben Roethlisberger who will adjust at halftime if he sees things from Cleveland that, you know, he didn't expect to see. And I think, honestly, if Ben can adjust and Ben can fucking really, you know, do what he did really against uh, uh, Indy, we really have a shot at winning, you know, because I think if we can play four solid quarters instead of just fucking one half, then I really believe this team can go not just past Cleveland, but very far in the playoffs. You know, I've seen this team, you know, over the years, you know, kind of just have one good quarter, one good half. Like, again, against Indy, we only had really one good half. But this team this year, and I think this game could be a defining game for this team because we could see what kind of team Pittsburgh is. Are they the frauds that everyone says they are, or are they just the team that fucking goes out and wins? Um, and I think this team, honestly, at the end of the day, will go out there and play their hearts out. Um, I believe in this team, one million percent. I believe in this fucking team that they're going to go out there and they're going to win this game. Um, and I think the keys to the game, the three, my three biggest keys for offense at least, is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball straight down their throats. I know we've struggled with run game this season, but I think really if we can get our asses in gear and start running the fucking ball with Connor and Snell and and uh, Anthony McFarland, sorry, uh, we will be able to beat this team another thing is let ben loose let him sling the deep ball to deontay to chase claypool because those two guys are going to be big factors and just fucking catch the ball fucking catch the goddamn ball man like if we can catch the ball we can make some big plays downfield you know with, whether it's a slant route to deontay or a deep ball deep post to claypool or even it's just, just a out route or drag to fucking juju we can make fucking plays we can be the team that wins this game. We gotta out hustle them, out physical them, man. Like, yeah, I know I'm sounding like a fucking coach and a broken record here. We gotta be more physical than they do. At the point of attack on offense, I think offensive line is gonna play a big factor in this game, stopping that defensive line that they have there. It's a big advantage this week. They don't have Olivier Vernon, who got injured last week against us, but they still got Miles Garrett, who probably is one of the best defensive players in the league. And I think the key will be stopping him and shutting him down and making sure he doesn't get to Ben and get to our running game because if we can shut the, that guy down, it's going to be a fucking great day for that offense. And then, honestly, defensively for Pittsburgh, 
I think we just got to come out. We just got to come out firing on defense, sending pressure early, getting to Baker, containing the run. Stopping the run is going to be big. If we can stop the run, like, man, I, I don't see a way we lose this game. I think if we can just continue to hammer down on the run game, shut down Nick Chubb, I really don't see – like, I know I, lo- I know everyone says Kareem Hunt is pretty good. And, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, I think uh, Kareem Hunt is really good. And I, and I don't hate on him. And I think, you know, I guess – I know there's just stuff he did back in the day. But at the same time, I think he's not as good as Nick Chubb. And I think if they rely on Nick Chubb and Nick Chubb runs the ball – down, uh, um, you know, down our throats, and I think there's a very, very good chance that it could happen, um, that they could beat us. But honestly, I think we just got to shut down Nick Chubb, shut Nick Chubb down, and fucking absolutely take his head off every single play. Get more physical at the point of attack. We got TJ Watt back, and that's going to be the biggest, biggest fucking advantage for us, man. Like, literally, it's going to be the biggest fucking advantage for us. Have him walk back, man. Alex Highsmith has been playing outstanding. I think if he had a full year under his belt, he probably would win Defensive Rookie of the Year, to be honest. But we just, we just gotta fucking be physical, man. At the point of attack, we gotta be physical, and we just gotta win up front. Like I said on the offensive side, just win up front. Our O line, our D line has to win every single play. Uh, from a secondary perspective, I mean, no Joe Hayden's gonna be big, but I mean. We have Stevie Nelson, we have Mike Hilton, we have Cam Sutton, guys that can step up, guys who can make plays, guys who can do things that are going to be special, as well as in our linebacking quarter, getting uh, Robert Swain back this week is going to be huge because it's going to take a big, big load off uh, Vince Williams, who has been really carrying the load at the linebacker position as much as the acquisition, acquisition, sorry, I can't speak, acquisition acquisition of uh, Avery Williamson from the Jets earlier in the year. Uh, he has been playing good for us, Avery Williamson, but sorry. At the same time, you know, having him, you know, split snaps, doing th- certain things, it hasn't been as consistent as uh, Robert Spillane. And I think having Spillane back will be the biggest key for us. Um, we need to keep him healthy. We also need to keep him, uh, you know, being the front and center guy. He's going to be the guy I think can make a thumper play. I posted on the Instagram this week, Steal the North. Uh, steel at steel the north underscore underscore if you haven't followed it already give it a follow on the ig of him shutting down derrick henry in the hole hitting him in the hole he's the kind of player he's a thumper i call him a thumper on my on the instagram you know he really is a thumper he's a game changing fucking player you know he's gonna be a guy that they heavily rely on as much as you know you really didn't know who he was at the beginning of the year until devin bush got hurt against the browns you know he, he robert sperlane is a guy who's been really an impact player for us, uh, an underrated impact player for us um, on defense, as well as another guy, Tyson Alawalu, who's a guy who's been great at stopping the run. You know, he's been physical at the point of attack and getting to the run. And I think that'd be that those two guys, man, like those are two guys that are going to be play a big role uh, this week in shutting down Derek or uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So yeah, like that's what I, that's what I'm feeling. Like this week is going to be a big week of. And I, and I know I've gotten a lot of crazy, uh, off topic here a little bit and kind of all over the place, so I'm going to kind of concise it down here real fast. So my three keys are on offense, throw the ball deep, let Ben loose, run the damn fucking ball, and win at the line of scrimmage on offense as an offensive line. So win at the line of scrimmage, throw the fucking ball deep, let Ben loose, and freaking run the football down their throats. On defense, it's going to be shut down Nick Chubb, just fucking neutralize them, shut them down, tackles for loss, tackles for loss, tackles for freaking loss. 
have Robert Spillane play a big role this week. Spillane will carry the load on defense. And I didn't really get to my third point, but uh, the third point is going to be TJ Watt, seeing if he is a big factor in shutting down this Cleveland offense. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, having Watt on the field is going to be one of the biggest advantages for us because really at the end of the day, like, they can't shut us down. They can't beat us if we have TJ out there. And I think TJ Watt is is already defense player of the year without a question. I mean, if he doesn't get it, I think the NFL's rigged and I'll probably riot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this team this week is relying on TJ Watt, Robert Spillane, and the guys we had out. Um, I saw a thing today that said uh, Minka Fitzpatrick has over 20 pages of notes on this Cleveland Browns team, and honestly that made me a little bit happy because, honestly, it means they're studying and watching film. Of course, they are the professional athletes, but at the same time, man, like it makes me feel confident in this defense that we're going to see some big plays, some turnovers, hopefully. And even just if he gets another pick six like he did in the first game against them at home, uh, you know, that would be that'd be sweet start off the game. We just got to get momentum early. Get momentum early, get our confidence back, and just not our back, but get our confidence going. Like, we got to set the tone early. I hope – my hope is we kick the ball off to them, get the ball in the second half. We start the ball – yeah, we get the ball in the second half. We start – they get the ball in the first half. We kick it to them, and we just make plays on defense. First drive on defense, we get a sack, or, and we get a turnover. If we get a sack and we get a turnover, the first drive of the game, I think our momentum is our way. And I think if we can continue holding on to that momentum throughout the entire game, then I think it's really – I think our first two drives on offense and defense are crucial to winning this game. I think we have to be able to pretty much game plan for these guys in the first half and the second half. And we got to adjust. No matter whatever they come out in the first half, they run the Stefanski script and then defer to their offensive coordinator and their special teams coach to be the guys to make the adjustments for them. I really don't see them being able to do it as well as Stefanski. Now, I don't know what the technology is going to be like for them if they're going to have to – Zoom call fucking Stefanski in a halftime and be like, hey, what are you thinking here? What are you thinking there? And even just Baker, we'll see what he does. But I think if we can game out, game, I think if we can out coach these guys, there's a good fucking chance we win this game. I like, I want to see Tomlin really, you know, come out and prove to us. And I know a lot of fans early in the year are calling for Tomlin's head. And I mean, that's every single week, years. People want Tomlin gone, people want Tomlin fired. I mean, I don't really want him fired. I really like him. But at the same time, you know, he has proven he hasn't really done much. Again, Randy is another coach. Fickner is a coach who he's not fired at the end of the year. Um, fuck, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to tell you. But, I mean, he is Ben's bitch. And, honestly, I'd fucking be the, head, uh, be the fucking offensive coordinator and fucking let Ben boss me around, to be honest. But, I mean, again, like, as I said, like, I, I said this uh, to a couple buddies the other week. After we lost the Bengals, I said, you know, you know what we have to do? We pretty much need to fire Randy right now. And we have to get a new offense coordinator like the Ravens did. And I think, honestly, and I said this, I said, I'm not saying this team's a Super Bowl team, Pittsburgh, because they got to get through Kansas City. They got to get through the Buffaloes. But, um, uh, but uh, you know, I think, honestly, at the end of the day, man, like they got a fucking honor. And uh, I think if we fired Randy, say we hired, fuck, I'm not saying Jim Caldwell, but, you know, an offensive coordinator is better than Randy. We could have made a run like that. We could make a run like that. But, you know, I think Ben trusts Randy, and I think I don't trust Randy, but I trust Ben.
I trust Ben because Ben's been in this league a long fucking time, 18 fucking years. So I trust Ben Roethlisberger. I've watched this guy since I was a little kid. Like, I'm fucking 19 now. He's been in the league pretty much as long for as long as I can fucking remember, man. So, he, like, I really, really hope that, you know, this guy can fucking turn it on and really turn it on this week. Because Ben, like, Ben's gunning for it, man. Ben's fucking gunning for it. Hold on. Let me find the quote here, boys. Um, you know, he like, he fucking, he wants this win. And he said, you know, I, he said this, uh, he said this today. He said, I think every player should approach this game. Like it could be their last. Cause I know I am, you know, this could be Ben's last game for Pittsburgh. This could be Ben's last fucking run for Pittsburgh. So he's trying to give everything he has every single fucking play. And honest to fucking God, I think he's going to have a big game. And you can hate me, you can doubt me, you can say whatever you want, but I think Ben's going to come out and he's going to play really well. I believe in Big Ben more than fucking anyone. I and like out of all the teams this week in the wild card weekend, you know, with the Josh Allen's, the Aaron Rodgers, or not Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Brees, the Mitchell Trubisky's, you know, the Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, all those guys, I believe in Ben. Like Ben is the guy that's going to come out here this weekend. I think he's going to dominate. He's going to fucking put up yards. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to put up points. I have a really good feeling if our defense plays up to their potential, which I fucking think they will, this defense, this offense is going to have a game. I don't think it's going to be punt, 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 or interception, or turnover, or third and out, three and out, three and out, or just field goal. It's going to be touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. It's going to be a good fucking game from Ben. And I think Claypool's going to go off. I think Ebron having e- – oh, man, having Ebron back is super crucial for us as well because he gives us, again, another dynamic piece of this offense that really can fucking, you know, get her going and turn it on and be a good red zone threat as well as even just a deep ball threat. You know, Ebron's got to play a little bit better from a catching perspective, but I think really, man, like he's going to bring another dynamic uh, part to this offense. And I, I, I think at the end of the day, I think this team is poised to win this game. It's their game to lose. And, you know, you know, I'm just be that team. Sorry, I just need to breathe here for a second, get some water there. But, yeah, so that's what I think um, for the, this game. I think the keys are really just be more physical, run the ball, throw the ball as much as possible. I'm sorry if that was a little confusing for everybody. I'm, I'm kind of in just this state of excitement for the Sunday. Like, I, I'm very, very excited, and I know what I'm saying is probably rambling at this point. Um, but, you know, I think what I'm hoping for with this podcast here on out, from here on out, is, you know, I'm going to be more concise. I'm going to be more, you know, slow talking. And uh, and I apologize that this first episode was a lot of just me like going blah, 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 you know, whatever. But this is just what I think for this week's game. Um, I think this week's game is to make or break. Obviously, it's playoffs when – go on, lose, go home. Um, so I think the keys are going to be huge. Um, so anyway, I'll concise, I'll say my three keys again, and I'll give you my score prediction as well as um, teams I, I think are going to be dangerous for the Steelers to play in the next round if they do win. Um, and, yeah, so my three keys again, um, on defense, it's going to be TJ Watt, Robert Spillane, two keys right there, and then uh, be physical to line of uh, point of attack and on the line of scrimmage, so making sure we, you know, stop the run and neutralize Nick Chubb as much as possible, as well as, 
you know, get to Kareem Hunt as well, stop him as well, because he also can be dangerous. Um, on offense, I think it's going to be simple. Win the battle of the line of scrimmage again. Like I said, on defense, win the battle of the line of scrimmage on offense, as well as, you know, let Ben loose and let him throw the fucking ball deep to Claypool, Deontay, Ebron, whoever he wants, um, and then run the fucking ball and just run it down their goddamn throats, man. Fucking run it down their fucking throats, man. Like, I want them to feel James Conner. I want James Conner to fucking lower his shoulder into somebody. I want, you know, Anthony McFarlane to juke somebody out. I want fucking uh, uh, fucking Benny Snell to fucking score a touchdown. And even if we have to run reverses, the one play I will say last week, I hope they got rid of in the playbook, is uh, the reverse to Ray Ray. I think, love Ray Ray, uh, you know, he's doing all right at returning kicks, um, but... Um, He's not good at reverses. Um, he's running straight to the sideline. That's what I noticed last week. So hopefully they scratched that play. Randy saw that play on film this week in practice and was like, okay, we're not running that again. But really just running the damn ball down their fucking throats and having Ben fucking go off. So that's my keys. Um, my score prediction, uh, I had to think long and hard about it because I really didn't know what I really thought the score would be. If I'm being honest, I thought the score you know, would be a – I, I, I was thinking possibly a blowout, um, but at the same time, I really don't know. Uh, I think this fucking game could go either way. Um, I think it will all come down again, as I said, to coaching. Who can win the coaching battle? Who can do better? Because, I mean, we have the advantage of having our head coach. Now, not saying that's a fault of Cleveland. They, COVID, again, is real. It's a big thing that's affecting everyone at the, at the moment, and I think – and I, and I wish I don't wish COVID on anybody, but I think we have the advantage this week with coaching. And I think if we can make adjustments at halftime and even in the first half and going into the game, um, I think we can win this football game. Because as I said earlier, they're going to go on the Stefanski script that they have built for the first half, maybe even just the first quarter, first couple drives. But then it's going to be Baker free ball on it and having to figure it out and doing. He's going to have to start making adjustments and growing up himself. So I think we have the coaching advantage there on both sides of the ball with Keith Butler, I guess Randy, Ben Roethlisberger, and Mike Tomlin. I know Ben's not a coach, but Ben has proven, and I mean fucking proven, I want you guys to hear that, proven that he can run this team by himself. I think Matt Canada as well is another coach that is underrated. He's the quarterback's coach, but I fucking love Matt Canada, man. I fucking love Matt Canada. So I think he's going to be another guy that helps us out big time. But, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, so um, my co- my score prediction here, and I'm going I'm to write this down somewhere. So I'm going to fire a freaking pen here. Um, so I'm going to write this down because um, I need to write this down because I need to, you know, know for myself. I don't really have an extra piece of paper, you guys. Sorry about that. Um, I kind of just stole something here. Uh, Ripped piece of paper here. Uh, so my score prediction, score prediction for Friday for this game. I think for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gets the W. Obviously, I picked Pittsburgh to win. I think it's going to be. I think it's 49-17 Pittsburgh. I know it seems like a blowout, 
but I think 49-17 Pittsburgh. Um, I think if our offense can come out and do the three keys that I mentioned, I think it's a no-brainer. They put up 40 points at least, almost 50, and I think Cleveland gets a couple field goals, a couple touchdowns. Um, I, but I think first half-wise, I think we – I think it's going to be a second-half comeback for sure. Um, I think for us, at least we're going to come back in the second half, and Cleveland will dominate the first half, will dominate the second. I think our defense will just absolutely blow these guys out of the water on the um, defense. And I think, to be honest, it'll be it'll be an insane game. Um, so, yeah, 49-17. Mark it down in your books. 49-17 is my prediction for the score. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. That's my you know, whole big wrap-up of this week. Uh, I know this podcast is a bit sporadic. It's the first one. Trust me, it'll get better the more you listen to me rambling on about this team uh the more it'll get better i promise future episodes uh that it will definitely be much more planned out more thought out more concise um and yeah i do have a segment coming up after this uh just talking about a little bit talking a little bit about why i, I rebranded myself from the stairwell gang sends podcast to the steel the north podcast for those of you who are new listeners yeah i used to be a different podcast but now i switched it up um and that's why there's two our episodes already up because those are from my old podcast and those are the podcast episodes that hit the best as well as when I came out with this idea. Everyone who uh, who I was associated with friend-wise said keep that one up. So uh, in the next segment, I'm going to be talking about the origins of the Steel North podcast name as well as, um, you know, kind of my thoughts on the future where this podcast is headed. So thanks so much for listening to uh, the, f- the first half of the pod. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, sorry for the randomness of all this, but, uh, you know, it's a work in progress. It's on the first one, and next week, I promise, will be definitely better. Um, I'm probably going to drop a podcast. Um, this one will drop on Saturday morning as well, and next week's one will drop on uh, drop probably Monday, either Monday night or Tuesday night, uh, recapping the game. Uh, that happens. I'm going to record it on Sunday after the game, and then I'm going to drop it on Monday night. So, Thank you so much for listening to the first half. We're going to get right into the second half, starting now. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the second half of this podcast here. So I'm going to be going over kind of the origins of the Steel and North name, as well as um, kind of why I tried decided to rebrand. Um, and kind of why I wanted to do this. So pretty much, as I mentioned in the uh, trailer, I am a first-year broadcast, radio broadcasting student at uh, Conestoga College, which is located in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I am Canadian, hence the name Steel to North. It's not from the new the AFC North, even though we did steal that this year. We didn't really steal it. We kind of ran away with it. Anyway, uh, back to the point. But, yeah, so um, I decided to uh, go with the name because – on my Madden Ultimate Team, uh, my uh, Ultimate Team name is the St- is Steel the North as well. The Steel the North, yeah. So Steel the North. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was cool, and also like I really wanted. Uh, I w- was trying to think of like something where it was a podcast where I would enjoy talking about it, make the content easy for me to you know work on and make sure it was perfect and you know perfect it. And talking about the Steelers is something I love to do. I talk about it all the time with my parents and with my friends and my girlfriend and everyone gets sick of it. But, you know, I kind of wanted a platform where I could talk about the Steelers and, you know, my thoughts on it because I have my own opinion as much as anyone else has their own. 
Now, I'm the kind of person who likes to hear everyone out. I'm not going to you know, discredit anyone else's opinion if I don't like it. Because I like listening to lots of differing opinions because I kind of find my balance in that. So my opinion may be totally different from yours. So my opinion on you know what I think should happen this week could be totally different from what you think at home. And that's what I want to know. That's why I mentioned, you know, follow the Instagram, steal the North, steal the North underscore underscore on on Instagram. Um, you know, because like I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you guys think because I may be wrong, you know. And again, as I said, like the first half of the podcast was a little sloppy and I apologize for that because it is the first one. And I'm kind of just I'm in this mindset right now. And I know it's only Wednesday slash Thursday here. Uh, where I'm recording, and it's uh, also 11:53 at night after I just came home from work, and I'm really fired up, you know, just to, you know, you know, about this game because this is a big opportunity for this team to be really, really special this year, and they've had a big year, and I think this is a game where I'm fired up. So uh, that's why the first half was sloppy, but as I'm saying, you know, this is where I want you guys to tell me I'm wrong. You know, I, I said in the trailer, I said. You may not agree with it, and I may get a lot of hate for this podcast because of my opinions, because I'm going to be blunt honest. I'm going to be, because I love this team more than I love a lot of things, and I'm going to be blunt honest with my opinion of, of this team. Like, when they're not doing well, I'm going to tell you they're not doing well. When they're playing really good, I'm going to, you know, praise this fucking team. When I see moves in the off, like, when I get to the offseason podcast and moves I think they need to make trade-wise, free agent-wise, Draft-wise, I'm going to be critical of every single fucking one. And I'm going to say, you know, we don't need Deshaun Watson. We don't need, you know, certain players. You know, of course, I'm going to love. Of course, I'd, you know, be happy if we got Deshaun Watson or J.J. Watt. But do we need them? No. Uh, And understandably, you know, I think people will be upset with them. That, you know, obviously I want J.J. Watt more than anything because, you know, Watt brother trio. But, yeah, like, that's just the thing is I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things with this team, and I'm going to try to make it as much as a fan-interactive thing as possible because that's what I care about, you know, as I care about the people who listen to it. And, I, and as I said about with my other podcast, I, said, I think I mentioned on one of the episodes, I said I don't care if one person or 100 people or 1,000 people or 100,000 people listen to it. I don't, like, honestly, I will be happy with even just one person. If they just start it and turn it on and listen to it one day, you know that would make my day because I I care because to me it's if someone listens to me then that's all that matters, you know. And I and I understand that people don't like it, you know, like what I have to say because I get it, you know. I I may not be right, and I want you to call me out if I'm wrong if I'm right or if I'm wrong. But I also want you know you to tell me you know what you think. And that's where I'm going to have, you know, open polls on my Instagram is on the Instagram because it's going to be something where it's, you know, this is what it is. And I tell you how I feel. Now, as a fan of this team, you know, um, the, as a fan of this team, you know, I, I care a lot, as I mentioned. And I want, I guess what I want, my biggest thing, my want for this podcast is you guys to enjoy it. You guys to sit back and it be an easily listening thing for you because I don't want it to be something where it's difficult to listen to. You don't want to hear me talk and blab on about this, that, and the other, and the X's and O's. Like, if you don't want it to be more of a, if you want it to be a me break down the game and, you know, just a breakdown of every game instead of me previewing games, I can make it just that. That's why I'm dropping another one on Monday because I want to hear what you guys have to say.
so yeah um but anyway transitioning into um basically why i decided to rebrand was i wanted to rebrand because i wanted again as i said a platform to talk about the team i love as well as i wanted it to be easy for me to you know and i know i'm taking the easy road here but i wanted to be something where i could have fun with it and not to say i didn't have fun with my other podcast but i didn't really have fun you know working on that other podcast the two episodes i kept up those were the two episodes that i loved the other couple episodes that i dropped i hated them i absolutely fucking couldn't stand them i would listen back to them and i would fucking hate it when i'd edit it down and i'd just post them and i and i said to myself i said you know what let me go through my first semester of school and let me see how this is done the shit i learned on there uh at school you know really helped me kind of hone my skills in here um and i really you know felt like i can take this to another level here with this podcast and that's what i'm trying to do here so that's what i'm trying to do with this podcast is kind of you know make it easy listening for one as well as just kind of you know enjoy it and use the skills i learned in school and kind of take it to that now the stairwell gang sends podcast was a podcast that i thought had a lot of potential but really fizzled out and i i hate i hate that and i regret that but i think this podcast has more potential than this one that one mostly because i think i have more content to work with because every day the Steelers news is coming up every day i have it on my news feed every day i have an easy thing to talk about you know i have news about who's playing who's injured who's not who's there the playoff scenarios you know who could make it in who could not you know whatever i know we're in the playoffs now you know what teams i think we could play against you know teams i think we're gonna you know struggle with teams i think you know we're gonna be having an easy time with like the browns you know i'm not saying the browns gonna be an easy matchup so it's like gave us a score prediction of 49 to 17 but anyway like it's gonna be a lot easier to do this podcast and be more fun because i'm gonna have the content i'm gonna be talking about something i love i'm not gonna be scrambling for questions to ask people and again I, i'll be more than happy to have guests on this podcast at some point but until i start you know getting more established until i start you know pumping out episodes that i'm happy with um then then i'll start trying to figure out guest situations here and i think the biggest thing will probably be you know i'm gonna have to start getting guests like i know i will probably have guests on for my super bowl preview uh whether the Steelers are in it or not i will do a super bowl uh podcast um hope fingers crossed uh that they are in there so then i will make the podcast a lot easier to do and more fun to do but yeah anyway so yeah i know i repeat myself a lot and say yeah a lot you're gonna notice that over time i'm gonna try and work on that um but pretty much like that's just all it is in a nutshell is this podcast is gonna be something that you know you and your family and whoever can enjoy whether you're listening to it on your drive or whatever you're gonna listen to it on the main uh main promotion i will do is for spotify that's because that's the easiest one for me to access right now it is available on seven other platforms um but uh the spotify is the one that i'm going to be mainly defaulting to uh by posting the links on my instagram steal the north uh, underscore underscore on instagram again i'll probably put that in the uh, cap on um, the caption of this podcast so you guys can go give that a follow i have 12 followers right now i know it's not a lot 14 posts but you know we're getting there and uh you know the more you know the more shit i pump out the more podcasts i pump out you know hopefully the more followers i gain um but again as i said it's not about the followers it's about you know 
or not about the numbers, but it's more about, you know, the people that I can connect with and the people that listen. And if you guys listen to this, whoever listens to this, I want you guys to reach out to me. I want you guys to say like, yo, I listen to your pod. Yo, I listen to this. I want to know that. I want to know what you guys think, because honestly, at the end of the day, the fans are who I do it for. And that's why I'm doing this. And but at the same time, I'm also doing it for myself and, and, and to practice my skills and to hone them in because I'm going to have moments in class where I'm going to need to do a presentation. And I know I have to do a podcast for school as well. So this is also a head start on that project so I can work on that. So that's why where I'm also going, going with this is it's going to be used for school, but also mainly for personal use because this is a podcast that I love and this is going to be a podcast that I dedicate a lot of time to and a lot of hours to, and I work a job, a full-time job as well as go to school uh, starting January 18th. And I'm going to be putting every ounce of effort into this podcast. Um, I may take a break at some point, but that doesn't mean I'm going away. I will probably come back. Um, so probably at the end of the season. So once the Super Bowl ends, um, actually, hold on. Let me, before I mention that, um, so what I want to know is, and I, and I want you guys to reach out to me, is, do you want podcasts after the Steelers get eliminated or if the Steelers get eliminated and they don't make to the Super Bowl? That's my biggest thing is if you guys want me to do preview episodes or if you want me just to jump right into my offseason podcast, because I can totally do that. I can totally go into the offseason and just start talking about the offseason, talking about my thoughts on the draft, talking about what I think the Steelers should do dream-wise, my dream offseason, and then, like, because... I already have three uh, three of the off-season podcasts already titled and already kind of saved. I haven't recorded anything yet because I'm waiting for the season to end. Obviously, I'm not, you know, pre-jumping the gun there. So, um, but yeah, like, so I have three podcast titles. Uh, so I have my, uh, so the three podcast titles I have is my dream scenario for the draft, my dream off-season, and then my realistic off-season draft and free agency as well as trades. So that's like my realistic. So I'm a realistic one as well as my dream one. And I have all that, you know, pretty already planned. I have a couple of them already planned. I have my mock draft. I'm probably going to release my mock draft uh, in the next few weeks, probably the next three, four weeks-ish. Probably once the season ends, I'm going to drop my first first of a couple mock drafts. I'm going to drop one every, uh, every couple weeks leading up to the draft. And I'm probably going to change my mock draft every couple weeks. It's only going to be for the Steelers. So I'm not going to do all 32 teams because, one, that will take a fuck ton of work. And, two, I, I really want this to be a Steelers-focused podcast. So, yeah, that's my biggest thing. So that's really what this podcast is going to be. It's going to be Steelers, 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 Steelers content. Um, and that's my goal. And as well as I'm going to educate, like, just kind of not educate, but, you know, um, provide a different perspective on this team they may not get from the talking heads or even other podcasts on the on the platform so yeah that's my main goal here um hope you guys enjoyed listening to the first ever episode of the steel the north podcast um hoping brian fingers crossing this team balls out on sunday gets a dub against the browns um but i'll see you monday have an amazing day have a blessed weekend and uh here we go Steelers, baby let's go